Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode 138. Today's a gift, so make sure you're smiling and enjoying it. I've got a really good episode for you today if you're a business owner because no one should have a website that's pretty but doesn't increase sales. Today on the show, I'm really excited to have Liz Cortez here. She and her husband is the owner at Rebel Fish, a local marketing agency in San Diego. She helps local businesses to design a better website so that their traffic strategies like local SEO and Google ads convert better. So if you have a business, even if it's virtual, you don't want to miss this episode. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lucy. Thanks for having me on. Lovely that you're here. So you're the expert in local SEO. What's the difference between Google Ads and local SEO? So I'd say if you are a small business and you want local traffic, you probably want to be doing both of those. But if you're deciding which one to do first, you have to look at how quickly do you need clients right now or customers? And so if you need clients right now, like you need to keep your employees, you need to pay the bills, probably doing Google ads is what you want to do. And the Google ads is what shows up when you search for like lawyer San Diego or you're searching for something near you. And those are the ads that show up. But the problem with Google ads is lots of times they're really, really expensive. So if you're a lawyer, a dentist, like the services that are you know expensive, you're gonna spend a lot and you're wanting to choose the right person, it could be like $20 for one click. So it's like click 20 bucks, click 20 bucks. And someone may just accidentally be clicking. And so you could be spending a ton of money. So like dentists could be spending like $3,000 a month on Google ads for small businesses. A lot of people don't have $3,000 and they don't have all this money to spend on Google ads. So that's why I really love local SEO. It's a longer term strategy. You could be writing blogs and doing local SEO strategies for nine months before Google really recognizes you. So you have to be patient. I think it's for someone that is really believes they have a great reputation and they just want Google to show them on more Google searches organically. And I think it's totally worth it to write blogs or create videos. I mean, even you doing a podcast, like that gets ranked by Google based on the transcription and the title of the podcast. And so Google is huge. That's where you want to be playing. And so ultimately you could do both. If you really need customers, just do Google ads, but you're going to spend a lot more money with that strategy. Or if you are willing to be patient and you want to build a solid foundation, do local SEO. Okay. So your company helps small business with their local SEO, right? So what does that exactly entail? Yeah. So we have a five-step process. It's called local. And the L is first you want to show up on listing sites. So those are those directory sites. So those would be like Google, Yelp, all of those places for local. And local just really means you want traffic within five to 10 minutes of your physical location. Or if you service your whole city, you're a coach or a plumber, you could service people 30 miles from where your main hub is. Then the O, we talk about optimizing your top, top three profiles, which that would be Google My Business, Yelp, 
your Facebook, those are where most people are going. And there's industry specific places to really um, show up a lot like ZocDoc if you're a doctor or Thumbtack if you're more of like a professional service company. So yeah, we have, we have five steps. Let me go through all five or keep yeah, it short. Sure. Keep it Let's hear it. <laughs> all five. Yeah. So L O then C is getting customer reviews anywhere. I mean, I, I know people are nervous to ask for reviews because you don't know if someone's going to leave you positive feedback, but I think it is so important to get feedback from all customers, whether it's positive or negative, but you want to at least have 10 reviews on each of those platforms. So that way, if you ever get anything bad feedback, you're not going to drop to like a three or four star rating. So get customer reviews. And we have a process that we teach to email asking for customers and to text them um, right when they had a really great experience. The next is A for accelerate growth with on your website through local SEO. And so you do on-page SEO on your website. So on-page SEO is just text and stuff that you put on the back part of your website. You've probably seen a little box that says SEO on the back of your website if you ever logged in there. And it's text that you put in there and keywords that you put in there so that you can communicate best with Google because Google is an algorithm. They if you just have pictures all over your website, I saw photography the other day, they had pictures everywhere. Well, Google can't read all those pictures. There's some text that's on a photo if you set up correctly with keywords, but um, most of the time, like Google's looking for the words. So you have to make sure you have those words written on your page. Um, a lot of times I see website pages that don't have enough words. Maybe they have only 500 and Google wants to see like 1500 words. And how do you do that? So that's what on-page SEO is. And then the last one on local is L for link building. So link building is like what we're doing right now. Like you are interviewing me on a podcast and there's going to probably be a link with my website. That's link building. So that's what you want to do. So for local businesses, you can get links on like your, if you're a pediatric dentist, you get a link by sponsoring little league jerseys and get one on the school website. You could get links by speaking at a university and get a link to your website. And so there's different ways for you to get links, being on the news gets you a link. So link building just shows Google that you are important to be known and be seen and and as you get more links organically, naturally, one-on-one, -on -one, not just going and buying them, but you'll really get more traffic to your website. Thank you for sharing local. What are some mistakes you've seen with your clients or other Google business profiles? So the biggest mistakes that I'm seeing lately is Google has been adding more categories. So you can add a category, you have a primary category on your profile. And I was just watching a training, like I think Google added like 25 new categories. So when we had our first client, which was a laundromat, Back then, seven years ago, there was no category called laundromat. Now there's like lots of categories around that. Now we can put that there. So you want to check Google frequently, especially if you're in a more niche like industry to make sure that you have the right category for industry. So like last week we were working with a bio hacking gym, really cool stuff that they're doing up in Orange County. And we were going between are they called a personal trainer? Are they a gym? Is it a fitness center? It's really none of that because it's so advanced, the technology that they're using. But after all of our research, 
we decided to keep them as a personal trainer because the user that is searching for a personal trainer is really going to like it that they're cheaper than a personal trainer, but they're actually going to get better results than a personal trainer. So that's one way just check out the categories and make sure you choose the right one. And you can have secondary categories. So add the extra ones and hopefully you get found on more Google searches. So it's really about keeping your profile updated, right? Absolutely. Like you can update it yeah, frequently, adding photos. We say update your profile like about once a week. That doesn't mean edit the about section or edit your hours. You don't need to do that. But adding photos or writing a Google post, um, that just keeps you relevant in Google's eyes. And it, yeah, we're always tweaking and checking things out on there. But yeah, uh, try to update it weekly is a really, really good habit to have. So updating weekly, does that help with your ranking? Yes, I think so. I don't, Google's always changing things and we, you know, we have our clients that we're testing, but yeah, on a weekly basis, we like to see updating, but like we, they used to delete the posts after a week. And that was a big reason why, okay, if they're deleting after a week, you have to constantly put it up now, depending on the type of post, because the pandemic, they made a lot of changes on the profile, depending on the post you put up, like an offer, like a coupon or an offer you, it could stay up longer. So it could stay up. You keep it up there for 30 days, but yeah, we're constantly changing and tweaking. And we, we work with multiple local businesses in different industries. And so I see, I see different things depending on the industry. So definitely reach out, connect. If you have a specific question for your industry, and I can point you in a better direction to what you should be doing to optimize your Google business profile better. Yes. And if you're tuning in, if you're working from home virtually or anywhere in the world, you can first set up a Google business profile with a physical address, but later remove the address. So don't worry about that. We're talking about brick and molder business here. But even if you're working online, this still works for you. You can choose a proximity of your service area, right? Yes. And I believe that coaches, online businesses, different, because you provide a service, you know, if you go to networking events and you're seeing people in your city, I, I really believe you can have a footprint locally and it's going to help you. Even if you want to work with clients nationwide and you're like, I just, want to be known for this keyword. I want to be a national news station. I want to be famous. Got us. I really believe starting, starting local is worth the time and the energy to be known locally and to get seen more. And then that's going to make you bigger and to get known in your whole city or the whole state or the region and then go from there. It's totally worth it. Yes. Thank you, Liz. And what do you think about putting prices on your website? I'm a fan of putting prices on the website because I just look at what do I want to know? My first thought when I go to anyone's website is how much does this cost? And I'm sure other coaches, they are like, well, if you're high ticket, you're over a thousand dollars or $2,000, you shouldn't put your prices up there. And we, we put our prices up there. Are people buying from our website without a phone call? No, heck no. Like they have a bunch of questions if they're buying high ticket, but I actually really love when I see prices and I like that I'm seeing more agencies put the prices up there. And yeah, it may deter people that are like, oh, that's too expensive. But I really, I really believe that if you do put your prices up there, you're going to attract your ideal clients to work with. 
You're not going to waste as much time on sales calls, talking to people that don't have the budget or they don't see the value in what you offer. So yeah, I would do way, way less sales calls now and they're more quality that we have prices up. So I do recommend that too. Yeah. Most of our clients, um, I'm trying to think of an industry that I don't recommend it, but I, I think I always recommend putting prices up. I'm actually with you on that. Cool. I love that. So what online marketing strategies are working really well for you right now? I'd say blogging is what was working the best. We took a break. I mean, that's from blogging personally. And I, a friend of mine was a writer in Hollywood. She also did some producing and people weren't working for a little while the past couple of years. And so I was like, you know what, in the meantime, why don't you work for us? I'll teach you how to do SEO blogging. And I really think that you could become a copywriter in the future. And I'll give you more work. Like I believe in you. She's like, what's copywriting? What's like blogging? Any of that stuff. She didn't know. Just knew Hollywood and screen playwriting, all that stuff. And so she's been a gift to have on our team because now we blog for clients. That's part of our strategy, like assured and local, but we were not personally doing it ourselves because Robert and I are so busy fulfilling on clients. We grew a team to six and we just were not doing the basics that we preach. And so the past year, I'm so thankful that we got back in the blogging. I have an amazing writer that I trust and we collaborate on every blog that you see on my personal blog website, as well as our company website. And that's working really, really well. And like I said, it could take nine months for Google to recognize you, but it's, it's worth it. Like, I really think if you like writing or you like podcasting connected to a blog, or if you like YouTube videos connected to a blog and you're going to show up in more searches. Yes. I'm going to squeeze you a little bit more. If our listeners changed one thing on their website today to get more clients, what do you suggest? The number one thing is if you want more clients, I think you need to have your direct call to action button. That's like the button that you have listed seven to 10 times on your homepage needs to be book a call or schedule a call, schedule an appointment, whatever that first step is to have someone buy from you. I see so many people that are making less than you know, 250,000 a year that have a list building website. They're just trying to get emails. They're trying to be like this giant, huge email marketing company. But I really feel like people like getting on the phone. When I text someone I through my Facebook ads and I say, hey, this isn't a bot. This is Liz Cortez. They're like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I think people are so used to getting bots to like just getting on those one-on-one calls. Like that is how you're going to be able to really share what you have to offer and make sure that the person you're selling to is the right fit for you. So put a schedule call button, connect to your Calendly and put that up like seven to 10 times on your homepage. Wow. Thank you. Seven to 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) I Yeah, I can show you how to do that. It's not as scary or weird. It really, really works. All righty, Liz, as an entrepreneur going in and out of your business, what is your favorite quote that you live by? So the quote is, if you confuse, you lose by Don Miller. That's my favorite quote. I love that. I've actually never heard of that version. The version I use to go by is if you snooze, you lose. Oh, that one's good. Good one. All right. So where can our listeners find you at, Liz? 
So you can find me, I guess Instagram is where I'm hanging out the most and it's Liz Cortez online. And I've put lots of videos up there. If you want more corporate and more really business, local business focus, you can go to Rebel Fish Local. Yes. And Liz has a free mini course with a checklist showing you five hacks to get on Google page number one. I'll link that below. Yes. Thank you so much, Lucy. Thank you, Liz. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 